You're listening to Fish Food, where we present bite-sized accounting and entrepreneurship advice in 25 minutes or less. Keep listening for interviews, guidance, and resources for freelancers and small businesses. And if you enjoy, rate and subscribe to let others know about the gym you found. Now, let's get started. Hi, welcome to Fish Food. Um, Today we're going to talk about the S-Corp. And the reason is because there's a lot of misconception out there about when is the right time to elect S-Corp status, um, why your business should move from the current business type to be treated as an S-Corp, and what you have to do to elect it and be in compliance with what is required to be an S-Corp. So today we're going to talk about the pros and cons, what you need to do if you're interested, and how electing S-Corp status um, will affect your taxes at the end of the year. So first we're going to start with some vocabulary words. The first one is S-Corp. So an S-Corporation actually stands for subchapter S-Corporation, but a lot of people think that it stands for small business corporation. Um, I think because that's more than likely who is taking advantage of this status election. But it's a special tax status that's granted by the IRS, and it allows corporations to pass their corporate income, credits, and deductions through to their shareholders. The second kind of vocabulary word is your Form 1120S slash K1s. So your 1120S is the informational return that your S-Corp files to the IRS that essentially says, hey, the business made or lost this much money. Um, As a result, each shareholder um, in the business will get a K-1 for their percentage of that profit or loss. And what ends up happening is that the S-Corp itself is not taxed at a federal level. Each shareholder is taxed on their portion. All right, so what is the point of an S-Corp? The first one is that it lets companies avoid double taxation. So you're not taxed at a corporate level and then again taxed at the shareholder level. Um So in the absence of a business corporate tax, the S-Corp tax rate is actually whatever the individual who's claiming their portion, whatever their tax rate is, that's where the S-Corp is going to be taxed. And so if you're one of two partners, you're going to take 50% of the profit or loss. And then however you are taxed, whatever tax bucket you fall into, that's how that um, S-Corp income is going to be taxed as well. Um, One thing to keep in mind is that an S-Corp is a tax designation, but it's not a business entity type. And so you already have to have some type of entity type uh, baseline underneath it in order to elect an S-Corp. That means that if you're an LLC or a corporation, you can then ask to be to have your business treated as an S-Corp, but you don't turn into an S-Corp, if that makes sense. Um, You're going to file a form 2553 with the IRS to tell them that you want to be elect to be treated as an S-Corp. And we'll talk a bit more about that in a little bit. All right. So say you're ready to get started um, in moving towards the process of having your company treated as an S-Corp. What are the rules? So there are four main rules. The first one is that your company has to be domestic, meaning that it has to be U.S. based. Um, The second is that your shareholders can the number of shareholders cannot be greater than 100 and none of the shareholders can be a corporation partnership or non-us citizens Um, one thing that's important about a corporation or partnership remember that they file their own returns and so they can't also get a k-1 return from this escort the third rule is that it has to have one class of stock so if you're a company that wants to have multi-tiered stock options an s-corp is not going to be a great option for you 
And then the fourth one, which is the one that I think gets missed most often, is that owner slash shareholder. So if you own the S Corp, you act as a shareholder, you have to pay yourself a reasonable salary. Now, the IRS is not specific about what a reasonable salary is. It depends on what you're doing for the company, what services or products that your business offers, and what would be reasonable given those um, details. But the important thing is you are an employee of the company, meaning that you need to have some kind of third-party payroll processing system or process your own payroll. You need to withhold payroll taxes, and you as an employee should get a W to from your business at the end of the year. Now, this can be a change from people who are used to having their own sole proprietorship um, or sole member LLC and just have been paying themselves through owner's draws. You don't have essentially the same kind of flexibility. You can still take additional distributions, but the main thing to know is that you are an employee. And so you'll if you decide that you want to move forward as an S-Corp, you'll want to set yourself up on payroll and have the appropriate payroll roll taxes withheld and submitted on your behalf throughout the year as soon as possible. All right, so what are the benefits of an S-Corp? The first one is you save on taxes. So S-Corps only pay employment tax, which is Social Security and Medicare, on employee wages. All the other income is in the form of distributions that's not subject to self-employment tax. And so if you're a sole proprietor, you feel this the most because all of the income that comes to you right now is assessed self-employment tax. If you're an S-Corp, only self-employment tax is assigned to the wages that you pay. So if you're a sole proprietor, you're going to feel this the most. Um, You'll know this because all of the income that comes through your business right now is assessed self-employment tax. And so the difference is if you're an S-Corp, you only get self-employment tax on the wages. The rest of the distribution, so the rest of the income that comes from the business, doesn't have that additional tax assessed to it, which is a bonus to you and a tax savings. Other thing to know is that if the S-Corp has a loss, each owner's share of that loss is passed through to your individual tax return. The reason that that will help is let's say you have other income, whether that's W-2 income or other self-employment income, the loss from that S-Corp is able to be used to offset that income that you have on other parts of your tax return and reduce the tax that you pay overall. The other benefit is that an S-Corp has the same liability protection as a corporation. Um, So because an S-Corp is technically a corporation, you have the same corporate shield um, that protects an individual or business owner's assets against liabilities that may come against the company. So if you have any lawsuits or responsibility of debts for the corporation, those will be assessed to the corporation only and don't affect um, the business owner's personal finances. Here's one thing to keep in mind. If you expect that your company might violate one of the IRS requirements, so if you already know that your shareholder base is going to be greater than 100 or one of the shareholders is going to be a non-U.S. citizen or any of the other things that we talked about, you don't think that you'll be able to keep up with a reasonable salary for yourself, an escort may not be the best decision for you. If the IRS finds that you are not in compliance, they can revoke your status immediately and you automatically revert to a corporation, which can severely affect your tax return at the end of the year, especially when you're not expecting that. If you do decide to elect S-Corp status um, and you have a December 31st tax year, you're going to have to file that by March 15th of the current year in order for it to be effective for that whole tax year. If you file after the fact, um, it's going to be effective for the next year, but you're not going to be able to take advantage of these this year. So 
what do I want you to walk away with? Um, we have dropped a link to a tax savings calculator for you in the show notes so that you can go out there and get some assessment of how much you're paying in taxes now versus how much you might pay if you elect to be treated as an S-Corp. Um, you're going to want to talk to your accountant to determine whether or not an S-Corp is the right jump for you, but that'll at least give you some kind of assessment of whether or not from a tax standpoint, this is even a route that you want to look into. The other thing is make sure you sign up for a third-party payroll system if you're going to be a shareholder owner because you already know that you have to pay yourself a reasonable salary. So go ahead and get off on the right foot to get set up to have those payroll taxes withheld on your behalf. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, there's good news. We've got additional free resources for you to get clear on your small business finances. Subscribe to our bi-weekly newsletter by heading to littlefishaccounting.com slash subscribe and check us out on Instagram at littlefishaccounting.